Welcome to What's New Today at OFA. This podcast comes to you from the participants of the Film and Media Program at Options for All San Diego. The Film and Media Program introduces participants with physical and developmental disabilities to all of the various aspects of filmmaking. What's New Today at OFA is a variety show podcast featuring exciting segments produced by Options for All Students. And now, what's new today at OFA? Coming to you from Options for All Studios in America's finest city. It's time to play Music Mania. And now, put your hands together for your host, Andy. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Andy, and welcome to Music Mania. Today, our contestants are Rob and Julian. We have three rounds with three questions each. Points increase with every round with the final round worth 100 points. The contestant with the most points at the end of the show wins. Matthew, tell us what our contestants are playing for. Today's grand prize is a life supply of foot cream. Thanks to our sponsor, St. Alex Foot Cream. When your foot touches the cream, it feels like a dream. Let's get started. Our first round theme is pop. Each question is worth 10 points. Question one, who was the first American Idol winner? Well, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't watch American Idol, I'm sorry. (laughs) The correct answer was Kelly Clarkson. Question two, what was the first music video to ever air on MTV? Rob. Video killed the radio stars. That is correct. Question three. The song Picture was originally sung by which two artists? I have no idea. Me neither. The correct answer was Cheryl Crow and Kid Rock. That's it for round one. Let's check in with Matthew to see who's in the lead. For the total 10 points, Rob is in the lead with today's round. Great. Now on to round two. This The theme for this round is rock. Each question is now worth 20 points. Question one. What is the name of Dave Grohl's first band? Julian. Nirvana. That is incorrect. Rob, you have a chance to steal the point. I'll pass. I don't know. The correct answer was scream. Question two, who is known as the king of rock and roll? Julian. Elvis Presley. That is correct. Question three, what was named the airplane Buddy Holly, the Big Bobber, and Richie Valens last flew in? Oh, man, I knew that they had the crash. I don't know the name of the plane. I just know they, they crashed into the plane. I don't know the name. The correct answer was American Pie. 
That's it for round two. Let's check back in with Matthew to see who's in the lead now. With a total of 20 points, Julian is in the lead. Back to you, Andy. Ouch. Looks like Rob needs to catch up quick. On to round three. The round's theme is rap. Question one. Which rap artist has a son of the USC football team? The correct answer was Snoop Dogg. Question two. With a record of pronouncing 10.87 syllables per second, who's the fast world's fastest rapper? Julian. Buster Rhymes. Incorrect. Rob, do you have an answer? I I'm gonna have to pass on that one. The correct answer was Twista. Question three. Open in 2021. What is the name of MMN's restaurant in Detroit? The correct answer was Mom's Spaghetti. That's it for round three. Let's check in back with Matthew to see who's in the lead now. With a total of 20 points, Julian is still in the lead. Hooray! Yay. Wow, we have a close game here. It's all up to the final round. The final round is one question only and is worth 100 points. Good luck to you both. How old was Stevie Wonder when he signed with Motown? Rob. Was he 12? Incorrect. Julian, do you have an answer? I would say like 14 or 15. Probably. Incorrect. No. The correct answer was 11 years old. Oh, I was oh. so close. So close, Rob. Let's check in with Matthew one more time for the final tally. For the total of 20 points, Julian is the winner and wins the last prize of two. Yay. Congratulations, Julian. You've won a lifetime supply of St. Alex Food Cream. I'm sure your feet will be silky and smooth till the end of days. Okay. I'd like to thank both of our contestants for playing and to everyone at home, Thanks for listening to Music Mania. Hi, this is Amanda Cazares, and this is my uh, top five uh, favorite movies. Um, so the first one, uh, Joker. Um, I I love lo love it because uh, darkness darkness is my type. Um, with the acting, the editing, and the script writing, um, acting is terrific. The editing is um, emotional, and as the script is usually um, well good made. Huh? Well, for range of sis, um, the the uh, 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 the stunts are awesome. The the animation is um, it is uh, cool, colorful. The special effects, I love the special effects too. And for Corella, I I love love what they done the movie with the dri driving, the location, and for like this CC equipment, some. 
Uh, for a sixth sense, it tell, tells you that, that you have to see, face your fears uh, for uh, death. Um, and for La Land, um, it, it does with the good chemistry between Ryan Gosling and uh, Emma Stone. And, and also with her good performance. Um, and I also love the mu music. Major funding for Death to Pop Culture was provided by the National Science Foundation, America's Investment in the Future, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, and contributions to your PBS station from viewers like you. Thank you. Options for All Film and Media Studio, San Diego. Hey, Jake, are we going to go see the Star Wars 45 screening? Actually, it's trash day at Blaze's house tomorrow. Vesna and I are going to make sure that number 815328 doesn't come to the house. Oh, please. Coven is going to morph into the common cold. No, I'm actually very fascinated in San Diego Environmental Services Department. Hey, Blazio, how long has your aunt who owns the dog worked? For the San Diego trash truck. Since 2004. Oh, wow. She must really like it there. Pop culture is dead. Let's go, Blazio. I'm going to spread the word to end all turbochargers. MC and Blazio are blocked by a beagle whom is named Mia Wallace. Liz Gig Truck 328 resigned to recycling. Woof! We're on it, Mia Wallace. A few weeks later, Carford at the Chesterfield Drive bus stop. Due to massive numbers, our staff be too sad about the death of pop culture. The Breeze Route 101 has been suspended until further notice. I mean, like did had to do it. This is Blazy Yo. We're talking about it. Ross's head is about to explode. Alexandra runs away, and Ross chases her. Okay, hello, my name's Andy, and these are my uh, top five favorite movies in no particular order. Uh, first movie we have is Encanto. This is the this pretty recent Disney movie, and what I love about it, I don't know if I can do go into much detail but what I love about it is the the I guess the the, the story I guess and how it's kind of like more of an emotional personal story than your typical like let's go on an adventure whatever and it's just really like engaging and the emotions are like great I don't know how to explain it you should just go watch it I don't want to say anything else about it uh Next one is uh, Ernest and Celestine. This is uh, not a very well-known film. It's a it's a it's a film from France, an animated film, and and I love really love the look of it. It's like sort of this watercolor uh, sort of look with these hand-drawn characters in it, and I think it just looks beautiful and it's just such a touching uh, story between like a friendship between a bear and a mouse and it's like yeah it's, it's great and then uh, next movie is Pelican 2 
this is actually the one we're gonna see you next week i don't want to so i don't want to spoil much about it but it's just very sweet and charming it's uh it's very <laughs> I, i don't know it's just very very it's just a very charming movie it just makes me feel good because the like the characters and then the certain like uh i don't know <laughs> i'm like losing my words right now but yeah i don't i i probably shouldn't really say anything anyways about it and then um <laughs> next Next movie we have is Wolfwalkers. I'm pretty sure we watched this before. It's really beautifully animated, hand-drawn uh, movie. There, it's it's really great. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like the right the writing is really good and uh, it's very very engaging story and they do it so well i'm not really good at explaining these things since i'm such a limited amount of time so i can't do them justice anyways on to the last movie spider-man's in the spider-verse i mean like <laughs> i don't know what else there is to say that a lot of people have been said but i'm gonna say anyways this film is like so revolutionary in uh, in for animation especially since it's so modern uh just like it's so innovative and creative it's just so beautiful it's not only the animation but you know the way it tells the stories and and the characters and the and just the overall theme is like fantastic and i'm not even like that into spider-man You're listening to The Conversation by Options for All Film and Media. I'm your host, Julian Sanchez. Our guest today is my brother, Eddie Sanchez. Originally from San Diego, Eddie Sanchez moved to Brooklyn in 2018 to start a job with the Brooklyn Nets and later with the NBA League office. In 2020, he started his own content ground and podcast called The Bad Promoter to keep people updated about the world of the MMA and boxing leagues. Thank you for joining us today, Eddie. Yeah, no problem. So the first question is kind of a fun question. Um, so say you're deserted on like a private island or something and you went into the water to go fishing and there was this like gigantic hippo. And- you had to protect yourself. Would you rather fight the hippo or like a hundred uh, rat size or mouse size hippos in the water? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I would definitely choose the large hippo. Um, I'm not a fan of bugs at all. So anything that's tiny like that, yeah, no, I don't want to deal with that. So I would definitely take my chances with the one big hippo. I'd probably um try to sink as far as possible and just swim and uh see what see where it takes me okay you mentioned on one of your social media media pages that you're fascinated by combat sports because of the politics can you explain to the audience what do you mean by politics of the sport yeah awesome that's a great question uh so basically uh in boxing it's not a traditional league similar to 
like MMA, NFL, or NBA, where there's one owner, the teams are owned by the league, and the employees are essentially the athletes that are performing for those teams. In boxing, they essentially are their own business. Um, they are essentially just contractors that work for different promotional companies. So from the top down, there's not really anyone to force um, certain fights, certain matchups, or basically there's no one to tell them what they have to do. Um, so oftentimes you run into different uh, issues in terms of how much money is going to be in a fight or say someone isn't as interested in taking a fight, even though maybe the fans are interested in seeing them take that fight. Um, if someone's a champion and they are making, let's say like a million dollars fighting someone who's not that good and a million dollars versus fighting someone who's probably the second best, since there's no one essentially there to tell them what to do, then they're obviously going to choose the one that's the easier fight. So a lot of times like boxing, you run into issues like that. So when I'm referencing like the politics of the sport, that's, that's pretty much what I'm talking about. Hello, Eddie. Um, I, I'm Jordan. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you. Um, well, we know that, that that sports can be a very great thing and a lot of people like it, but there are those who don't like it and say, you know, it's it's too violent and there's some controversy surrounding that. So what would you say to people who think the sports you talk about, MMA and boxing are too violent yeah i mean that's a, that's a very fair point um it is uh on the violent side um but i would say that if for anyone who is uh concerned about the violence there there you know there are other sports out there that you can find interest in as well like for me example um although my primary focus is boxing and mma i'm also a huge basketball fan baseball fan uh football is also violent but i'm a huge football fan um, love tennis. So I would say that's pretty nonviolent. So, you know, there's, there's definitely other interests out there that people can, uh, um, you know, take interest in and, you know, enjoy either to play or watch. And, uh, that's generally the direction I would, uh, um, and frankly, you can from. get hurt doing any sport really. You hundred percent can. You hundred percent can. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Would you ever consider being in the MMA or boxing in general? And if so, like, who would, who would you want to fight if you were in any of those? That's a great question. Um, I would say I would consider joining a gym to train um, in boxing and MMA more rather than uh, just jumping in the ring or cage with someone. Um, <laughs> so that's definitely something that I would take interest in, you know, just bringing up my physical fitness. Um, but if I had to fight someone and I had to pick someone out there, uh, it would probably be Ryan Garcia, um, just because, uh, he's really popular. So I know I'd make a lot of money if I fought him. Um, and he kind of has a tendency to not take, uh, his job very seriously. So I think he would see that I've never been in a professional fight before and he would think it's very easy and kind of take it easy on me. Yeah. Okay. Like, hello, Ross again. I got the, I got one of the hardest questions that I, you know, in boxing that like everyone asks who'd win a fight Tyson or Ali. That's a really great question. I think the, 
main the determining factor would be which version of Mike Tyson it would be. Um, I would say if you're getting a Mike Tyson when he was 20 to 22 years old, when he was uh, at his absolute peak and mentally was uh, the most focused, I think he would win that fight. But if you get Mike Tyson at any other um, point in time of his professional career, I think Muhammad Ali would beat him just because um, he he had it. Uh, he had a lot of problems with, uh, you know, staying focused uh, on his craft. So I think if if you get him at the right age, then uh, I think he would win. Yeah, I was t- I was mainly like talking about you know like like the Evander Holyfield era. So okay, yeah, then he would he would for sure lose that fight. <laughs> I I mean that. Um, my question is to what my question for you is who. Your broadcast broadcast is focused on MNA, MNA and boxing. Do you like other sports? Love other sports. I would say basketball is my favorite um, overall because I play it in my free time. I watch it on TV. I used to work there um, for the league, so that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I love tons of sports. It depends on like what what time of the season it is. Um, my interest will go up and down depending on that. So right now I'm, my interest in football is getting back up again, just cause it's the off season. The Chargers made a trade yesterday. So I'm feeling really <laughs> happy about that. Um, but yeah, I definitely love other sports. Cool. Thank you. Um, I just, I just thought of, of this as an interesting question for sports. It's also related to physical fitness since, uh-huh. since you're, involved in physical fitness a lot of people um think in some in some ways that anything can be a sport like you have competitive eating where people just eat a lot and some people might not consider that a sport and also with the sport of 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 bodybuilding i heard someone say once that all people are doing in bodybuilding is just showing off their muscles and that that isn't really a sport. So would you agree? And what, and what would you say if you don't agree? You know, I would say back in the day, um, I would generally align with that thought process. But um, over time and just being uh, exposed to different sports out there, I would say that when you're practicing different competition, uh, I would consider that a sport. So something even like darts or bowling. Mm-hmm. It might not take physical strength or like speed in terms of like your athletic ability of running, but it takes a lot of hand-eye coordination and focus. Um, and there's a general competition out there. So I think as long as you're competing, uh, consider it a sport. And I think with bodybuilding, you know, I hear people talk about how you have to be focused and you have to to train and and, you know, eat different things and get your body into shape. So it is sort of the same thing. You don't just go out there and look at me. So, you know, there is, there is some discipline involved, which is sports-like. So. hundred percent. And I think you hit the nail on the head, the discipline. um, That's a trait that goes in in any sport. So I think, I think that's very, very well thought out. Okay, I got a question for you, you know, about football. I need your I need your opinion on this. Okay, like um I've heard like some sports fans say that like like this one player is better than another because the player has a ring. 
Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Because like Trent Dilfer, or let's say that like Kirk Cousins gets a ring, some people will say that they're better than Philip Rivers because the Rivers does not have a ring. Do you think that statements like that are true, or do you just gotta look at their numbers too? Because Trent Dilfer's numbers are horrible. You know? Yeah, I would say I would. I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the fa- the fact that you mentioned Philip Rivers, that's my favorite player ever. Um, I will live on Rivers Island until I'm an old person. Uh, you know, I feel like he was one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the league, like during his entire career. And I think back in 08, when uh, he played on a torn ACL in the AFC championship game, um, I think if he was healthy, we would have won that game against the undefeated New England Patriots. So, um, you know, there's a lot of context out there, like, that people need to have clarified when having these arguments. And, uh, you know, sometimes you run into, uh, you know, tough instances for your team. And at the end of the day, it is a team sport. So you can't, I don't think it's fair to necessarily um, look at a player, a certain player as greater than or less than for a team, a team accomplishment. For example, I think Peyton Manning was a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Um, even though Tom Brady has won, what, seven championships. Um, I just, from when, what I saw on the television and, uh, you know, just everything I, I saw with their careers, I, I felt Tom uh, Tom Brady was obviously very good, but I felt that Peyton Manning was better. Yeah, because if you look at it, Trent Dilfer has 113 touchdowns to 129 interceptions. And somehow that's better than Rupert because he has a ring. <laughs> yeah uh, i will say he's a really good commentator though yes. he has a great podcast so um we love him for that yeah hi my name is tori and what inspired you to start the broadcasting yeah um so actually i would say the end of 2019 my best friend and former college roommate reached out to me and he had this idea of creating a content site uh, with eventually a podcast um, tied to it um, for boxing and mixed martial arts. Um, the reason he reached out to me is because I, I'm a huge boxing fan um, and he was a huge MMA fan. I actually, prior to that, didn't really care for mixed martial arts at all. Um, and I thought it was a really cool idea because the two sports um, have fan bases that have a strong distaste for each other. And I think it stems from the fact that they're similar in a lot of ways. So oftentimes you run into one fan base saying, oh, I'm better at you because of this, or you're not as good as me because of that. And uh, we wanted to create a space where, you know, both both fans can meet and, and enjoy each other, essentially. Um, and shortly after we started that, he actually, uh, you know, didn't, didn't really uh, keep his end of the bargain up. So I, I eventually took on the full the full load but uh, at the end of the day it was really cool um it led to a lot of really great opportunities and got me really interested in mixed martial arts as well so you started your podcast in 2020 but what motivated you to keep it going one it is it, a general interest of mine so it's not it wasn't something like work where i have a certain task i have to do and uh you know at the end of the day once i finish it i'm kind of just left uh, you know, tired, sitting back and didn't really enjoy what I was working on. Um, it was, it's something I, I generally, genuinely like. So, um, I think that was definitely a motivating factor. Um, 
And even as my uh, transitioning to this new job where I have a lot more responsibility and a lot less free time, um, you know, just being intentional to carve out time to really, uh, to really put some focus out there, even if it's something as simple as, uh, you know, up uploading the, the social media accounts. Um, so it, it helps keep me focused in that for sure. It was a Eddie, Eddie Sanchez. Uh, I'm Aaron. Uh, so I have a question uh, to to uh, to ask you. Um, do you have a uh, you have a favorite uh, episode of your podcast? Yeah, I think my favorite episode um, was after Canelo Alvarez defeated uh, Billy Joe Saunders. Um, I don't remember what number episode that was but i just remember being like really excited about it um because i was really looking forward to that fight i thought it was going to be really tough um and it was a little tough in the beginning but uh you know canelo alvarez he's my favorite boxer he eventually um dominated towards the end so i would say that was my favorite episode that i recorded uh this is uh it's a it's a good thing and and uh and uh have you have you ever uh got a uh Perina damage. Uh, I will have to uh, order box. Um, I would say that when uh, I'm at home, I'll do like shadow boxing. So essentially, like punching air. But uh, so I haven't been comfortable enough to step like in a gym with anyone yet. But uh, you know, I I, I think that's a goal. Um. But you, you got to train first, so uh, I think that's the next step. Hi, my name is Smiley. Uh, my name is Kylie Gaskin, but they like to call me Smiley. My question is: Do you ever feel pressured to stay on schedule with everything that's going on? Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely feel pressured to stay on schedule. Um, especially just because uh, this project of mine is more so uh, done on my free time rather than uh, my my actual job so oftentimes i'll get uh, responsibilities from my job that kind of uh, impede with that but uh yeah so i definitely feel pressure on that end but i think like i was saying earlier like because it's something uh, i'm just genuinely interested in like it kind of relieves that a little do you ever get um like like um stressed out yeah for sure i think i think it's fair to say that everyone gets stressed um you know in some capacity you know, in those times when I'm very busy, for sure, definitely get a little stressed. Um, I'd say uh, in those moments, I think it's nice to, uh, you know, take a step back. And uh, what know, do you do whenever you get stressed out with all that stuff going on? What do you do? Yeah, I like to go on runs. I like to play basketball, uh, maybe listen to music or, you know, just slow down and, uh, you know, just take a moment to, to take a breath. Going off of, of what uh, Kylie asked, um, do you ever worry that you'll get burn, burnt out um, or, or that your audience will, will just get tired of listening to you? And how do you deal with that fear? I would say I didn't have a fear of that before. Um, burnout more so with my actual um, like full-time job, just because uh, it's there's a lot of responsibility um, in terms of people getting tired of hearing my voice. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I never thought about it, but I, it definitely will be in, in my mind now. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to make you more nervous, but you sound like uh, you no, it's okay. 
<laughs> Thank you. I noticed that you changed formats on your podcast titles and changing the number of the episodes between seasons. Can you explain why you changed the format? Yeah, um, I think it was just easier for uh, for me to follow along because sometimes I would have I, I wouldn't have much time post recording and then letting it like download and live on Buzzsprout and then going back to my computer and just easily accessing like the file and then uploading it there. So it's just an easy way for if I need to step away and come back, I can just get to it. Have you ever uh, met any NBA like famous NBA players? Oh, yeah. At work, I met a few. Um, I think the coolest one I met was uh, uh, Dr. J. I mean, he's retired, but uh, he walked through the office. That was really cool. Um, and Dakimbe Mutombo. He was really cool He because he's really tall. So, What, what is your spirit animal? Any ideas? Mm, I would say my spirit animal is a gorilla just because they were my favorite ones at the zoo so i'm gonna go with that thank you eddie for being here to learn more about my brother eddie and his podcast go to thebadpromoter.com you've been listening to the conversation Thank you for listening to What's New Today at OFA. To learn more about the film and media program at Options for All, please visit optionsforall.org. And remember, you have options too.